this episode is not just an anniversary episode because it's number 25. It is also special to me because Mary Berenger, who is our guest today, is the first person I have ever met to express surprise and confusion even almost when I asked her what was difficult about being highly sensitive because she is the first person who has always felt loved and supported and appreciated for her sensitivity. And that to me is so beautiful, but there is so much more as well in this episode. We are also talking about our entrepreneurial journeys as sensitive beings. So there is a lot of good stuff to dig into and I hope you will love it as much as I did recording it. Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode. I am excited to be here with Mary Berenger and we have already been talking for a few moments and I can tell you already this is gonna be good. So (laughs) (laughs) hi Mary and welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me, Treen. I'm I'm just thrilled to be here. Yeah, it's as we just talked about, always good to come together and have a meaningful conversation. So if you are up for it, then let's just jump straight in and you get to tell us about yourself. Okay, th- thank you so much. And um, I didn't really prepare anything um, That's uh, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so gosh, uh, where to begin? I'll try to keep this fairly short uh, because I am, uh, as I say, a very youthful senior, 62 years young. So um, quite an interesting path filled with a lot of detours has brought me to where I am today. Um, Each of those is like a separate story. But um, basically, um, I met you in a beautiful HSP group, Mm -hmm. and um, the work that I'm currently doing, I am a newish entrepreneur, and Mm -hmm. not so much new at the work that I'm doing. I have a lot of background in uh, counseling, in mental health counseling, in high Mm -hmm. school teaching, um, in parish ministry, Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I have a a lot of background in counseling, but the whole entrepreneur thing is something Mm. I took on, believe it or not, in my mid fifties. That's when I started thinking about it. So the moral of the story is it's never too late. Um, Oh, that's so so good. Yeah. 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 I mean, I really started thinking about things and again, Mm. that's a whole nother story, but at (laughs) around age 55, 56, Mm. I started thinking a little bit about the entrepreneur thing. So um, I'm working as a, um, an online counselor, mentor Mm -hmm. uh, for highly sensitive people. Mm -hmm. And I originally thought that um, my people would be mostly like the Gen Y, Gen Z type women, but I'm finding that, um, it's a wide range of women, which is beautiful, yeah. like crossing all the age ranges. Mm. So, um, so that's what I'm doing. And I'm still kind of in a newish uh, stage, um, but that's the work. Um, 
and or I say work, but it's really a passion project more than anything else. (laughs) Or like, I hesitate to use the word mission or purpose because Mm. I guess it depends on how one defines all of those things, but definitely a passion project. So that's that. And maybe some other little things will unfold throughout our conversation. I suspect Um, they might. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, and I'll just put it right out there from the beginning. I'm a huge animal lover and a major cat woman. So I knew we were going to get along. (laughs) I thought, why hide it? It always comes out in one way, shape or form. So so that's that's a little start oh thank you so much oh there's a lot to dig into already uh, <laughs> I, will, I will try to get past the cats and nature because <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, could, that could take up the first half hour easily but to sort of try to keep it to um the topic i guess but that's the beauty of of being highly sensitive isn't it that anything can actually be a topic because Nothing is really surface level with us. If we in, we're interested in something or passionate about something, we go deep, I find. Typically. Definitely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and the whole entrepreneurial journey that I'm pretty new to myself, I, I find that so interesting um, how, how that unfolds. I've, I have found that that's... A, quite a journey in itself isn't it oh my gosh yeah it's a it's a journey to like make that decision um and then once the decision is made because that was actually probably in hindsight like a long time kind of coming I just didn't quite know it Mm -hmm. until I knew it yeah Um, and then once that decision is made just um well the the beautiful, amazing coach I worked with, holistic business coach, just an amazing woman. Um, She always shares lots of gems. And one of the gems that she shared that just really hit me um, is that the entrepreneurial journey is really like a journey, first and foremost, of personal development. And I see that that's like so true. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I sometimes think that, um, well, I remember when I had, you know, kids, my son was 16 months old before he slept the whole night. And I remember thinking back then (laughs) that some of my friends who were out backpacking the whole through the whole world, I felt like I was probably discovering just as much about myself <laughs> in, yes. in all those sleepless nights, right? And then yes. that, that kind of pales in comparison to starting a business and figuring out what's our niche and what's our specialty and what's our biggest passion. So anyone, you know, serious about this personal development is a perfect fit, I think, for starting this crazy adventure. It really is. And I just, I don't know about you, but I really did not have a clue as to what I was getting myself into. I had no clue. I can't believe how many times I stopped myself thinking, 
what in the world am I doing here? Never doubting mm. like that this is, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know yes. that, but I just didn't know. My dear friends know this story, but mm -hmm. I, this is a true story. Before I started working with my business coach, mm -hmm. up until that point, I had just been kind of thinking about things and doing a little bit of trial and error and so forth. Yeah. Um, a little journaling and writing. Anyways, long story short, before I started working with her, which is when I, that's the date I consider like that I really started my business. Yeah. This is just a couple of years ago. I, true story, did not know how to copy and paste. Um, and now, yeah. like to think about all of the technology things that like that alone is a huge hurdle for someone in my age category, the technology. And that's yes. just one, that's just one piece, uh, yes. you know, but, but it's a lot. It's, you know, website, it's mm -hmm. Zoom, it's um, uh, just so many things. The list goes on and on. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I don't need to go into all of them, uh, Google Docs. Yes. And I didn't know any of that before. So there's that in addition to all of the other things. Mm -hmm. So definitely a personal development journey for sure. Yes, there has been a lot of steep learning curves I've found, especially on the technology end of things. <laughs> oh, you too. Yes. You too. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really, um, it's just been amazing. It's been an am amazing gift. And mm. also there have been a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. And um, I definitely think if you have a sense of humor, it's a plus. It's a huge <laughs> plus because I would have lost my marbles probably if I didn't have a good sense of humor. So, oh, yeah. yes, yes. There have been times where I had to choose to laugh because otherwise I would have been crying or screaming into a pillow instead, you know? So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I find just one day at a time, mm -hmm. one step at a time. And one of the things I've had to learn, and I think this is something that's difficult for a lot of HSPs. I can't say for all HSPs, but mm -hmm. we do think about things deeply. Mm -hmm. We feel deeply, yes. we um, process deeply. Mm -hmm. And I think we like to and again, I'm making a generalization, but I think it's yeah. pretty true for a lot of HSPs. We like to really see something uh, through. We don't like yeah. to just like leave something kind of dangling. Mm. And so when I had a problem, for example, with technology, I would want to see it through. Yeah. But there comes that point where like you start feeling frustrated or overwhelmed. For me, mm -hmm. there was a lot of overwhelm with technology. So yeah. I had to learn when to just stop, take a breath, mm. put the laptop down and walk away and do something else, you know? Yes. So that, that was, that was a good lesson for me. I, that mm. I had to keep, you know, Yes. learning uh, yes. over and over because my nature is to want to complete it and to finish it and to do a good job but yeah. I had to learn when to walk away so um yeah so that's that's definitely been one of one of the many lessons I've learned yeah yeah and that's one of the benefits of being our own bosses as well isn't it that we 
that we get to figure these things out and and do things in our own pace and and what works for us because i i find it amazing how many sensitive people are out there starting their own businesses or already you know wildly succeeding with their own business because before i started i actually thought it was gonna be a liability for me because i had this idea that you know starting an online business means you need to be you know very assertive and very you know um out there and in people's faces and and all these things like very you know willful and decisive and where where i felt like i was more you know thoughtful and as you said want to do a good job and be thorough and be you know gentle about things yes but i love seeing how how we manage to find our own way and i think that things are changing some people talk about sort of more feminine energy i i i think it's that sort of overlaps at least with with the sensitive people that are now starting to to come out and and do our things share our passions with the world make a change oh absolutely yes absolutely and um I noticed, yes, exactly what you said. I noticed kind of the way people are, how different people are approaching their businesses. And like yeah. you so well said, like we each have to find our way. Mm -hmm. And I think the way in general for HSPs is a, it's a very different kind of a way than like the traditional model. Yes. It's yeah. really different than the traditional model. But mm -hmm. it's working for a lot of people like yes. that, yes. you know, like you said, the more feminine approach, mm -hmm. the uh, slower, um, I love the word like spacious, the more spacious, mm, yes, yes. Uh, intentional, mm -hmm. thoughtful, it doesn't have to be a real, again, not to stereotype, but mm. like type A, driven, 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 it can be um, there are different ways that can work, and it's beautiful to see that unfold in different people's businesses. Absolutely. I'm so inspired by that because the first sort of research I started doing, that was mostly the whole, you know, well, you have to do this and you have to do this and just take this model and follow it. And then you can have the same success that we did by creating this model and and oh that wasn't that the, most of the time it didn't it didn't even feel good but it definitely wasn't working so i had to stop and reconsider so many times to clarify what feels right to me and every time that required quite a lot of sort of courage to to choose and trust and believe in that my way could work as well Exactly. Yes, exactly. And I'm thinking as you were talking, I was thinking of one of beautiful Britta's posts. Mm -hmm. I think it was either yesterday or the day before um, she posts such thoughtful um, posts, you know, in yes. her group, yes. in our in our group where you and I met, um, yeah. her group. Um, and 
it was she was just presenting a book to see if any of us had heard of this book mm -hmm. that there are lots of really good points in it but I think it's something like the four-hour work week yes 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 I and my that. first thought after I picked my jaw up off the floor mm. I said four-hour work week and I just started laughing and I actually made a comment that um i think one other person had you know made a comment at that mm -hmm. point it was maybe you know a relatively new post yeah, yeah. And i'm i'm joking a little bit but not too much i said mm -hmm. four hours it basically takes me four hours to meditate drink my tea and organize <laughs> my thoughts for one day so yes. how could okay that's a slight embellishment but really uh, not all that much no. so i'm thinking just the thought of a four-hour nerve uh, uh, work week makes my system, I can feel my nervous system start to kind of like go into overdrive because I'm like, how is that even possible? Yeah. But that's not what I want anyway. You know, no. four-hour work week, that wouldn't work for me. No. So anyways, is, you know, there are many ways. There are many ways that we can do this. And Absolutely. it's just like a matter of finding our way yes. that to borrow your terms is aligned for us and you know brings us happiness and yes. peace. Oh yes, yes. And mm -hmm. and I have looked at that book sometimes, you know, the four hour work week. And I I I probably lean more the other way. I sometimes think that I have a 168 hour work week because <laughs> yeah, because and and not in a sort of stressful way, but I count my morning routine and my meditations and my walks in the forest. I count that, that as equally essential to my work as actually sitting at my computer working on my website because I, I definitely need those moments to be able to, to bring the clarity and the you know, presence and, and all the things that I want to to mold into to my work so, so yes i i i agree completely and that's also how i look at it like mm -hmm. all of those beautiful things either help ground me yeah. or help replant and or help mm -hmm. replenish me that's mm -hmm. where i get a lot of my insight and yes. to borrow um, a phrase from one of my absolute BFFs, she was like a real mentor to me. Um, we studied theology together in Berkeley in the mid 80s. Yes. She's a little old, like a decade older than I am, mm -hmm. just an amazing woman, my friend Penny. And um, one of her favorite phrases that she always said, and then I find myself in the subsequent decades, um, it's all one. It's all one yeah. anyways, like all of that is one, the walking mm. in the forests, the meditating, the eat, you know, the morning routine, mm. the sitting at our computer, like it's all one in my eyes yeah. in terms of it's all part of the, um, the, like it's the stuff of whatever our passion mm -hmm. project is. So I'm I'm totally on the same page with you about that. Yes. So That's yay for walk, yay for walks in the forest. Yes. <laughs> and being able to count it as productive work hours. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what happens when we get to 
to set the rules and and create a work life that fits us i think so and that is a beautiful i um yeah that's a beautiful part of the entrepreneurial journey mm. just being able to because i remember like years ago before mm -hmm. i even probably even before i knew like what an entrepreneur was years and years ago mm -hmm. people asked me like Mary, what are you really looking for in a job mm -hmm. or a career or work? And for yeah. me, it's pretty much always been the same set of you know things. Mm -hmm. And it's always been, I want to do something that's meaningful, mm -hmm. um, or it could be meaningful, purposeful, makes an impact. You know, however you. For me, I just use the word meaningful. Yeah. something that uses my unique skills mm. um, and gifts and yes. then something where there's a lot of flexibility I really like flexibility I you know I'm not a morning person mm -hmm. I don't do my best like these are the eight hours you have to work like yes that's when you're supposed to be at your best you know mm -hmm. and it usually starts early in the morning yep. so um with entrepreneur, like I find all those boxes are checked, meaningful, yes. utilizing my skills and my gifts. And mm -hmm. then there's a lot of wiggle room and I yes. love wiggle room. Yes. So, so it works, you know, yes. it just works beautifully. And I think it works for um, a lot of HSPs. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I like how you, 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 you've said another one of my favorite you know, things about this, finding our unique skills, our, our unique genius, as I like to think of it. Can you, can you share a bit about how your sensitivity and your uniqueness uh, plays together maybe? Oh, how my sensitivity and my uniqueness. Now, can, can you ask me that question one more time, please? Because I just mm -hmm. wanna make sure I understand what you're saying. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Let me let me try. Um, I think I think I was asking because for me it felt like when I realized that being sensitive wasn't actually the worst thing that could happen to me, but maybe possibly the very best thing that could happen to me. You know, okay. I started because I always felt like oh my God, this thing is preventing me from fitting in and being normal and all those things. Okay. So, yeah, so when I realized that, ah, I wouldn't actually give it up, even if someone had a little pill that I could take to make it go away, I was like, oh my God, no, I wouldn't want that because it's what yeah. makes me, you know, uh, understand people and see sort of the bigger picture and connect some of the dots and and have this sense of what's going on so so for me those two are closely related being sensitive and and that okay. sort of uniqueness that makes me me but maybe it's yeah. different maybe it's different for you so feel free to to run down either lane sensitivities oh. or uniqueness or Okay, thank you. I just wanted to make sure mm, I understood. Yes. And I think I think I do. Um, yeah, well, I so the work, the work that I do, mm -hmm. 
Well, actually, just the way I am in general in the mm -hmm. world with people, whether they're my friends or my family or clients. Um, but I'll talk specifically more about clients. Uh, mm -hmm. The work that I do, so it's counseling and yeah. mentoring. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully in the very, not the very near, but in the near future. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, in the near future. Um, I, I'm also hoping to have a lovely, create a lovely little um, HSP support group, like as one of my offerings. Yeah. So that would be more like a group offering because mm. what I have right now is more one-to-one -one work. Yeah. But my, I think my sensitivity is the, How do I put this? My sensitivity is what really like, that's kind of the, the main gift that I'm bringing to the table, I yeah. think is my sensitivity mm -hmm. uh, because, and I don't know how to be any other way. This is no. just who I am. Yes. So it's hard to even imagine being um, any other way, but it's, just the way that I connect with people yeah. and listen and interact and understand and can mm -hmm. connect the dots and see the patterns and the themes and see things that maybe the person themselves can't even see. That's yes. all because yes. of my sensitivity. Yes, there's yeah. skill there also. And yes, there's education and so forth and so on. But it's yeah. all rooted first and foremost in the sensitivity. So yeah. um, that is like the main gift. I totally yeah. get that. And, and as you were talking, I was thinking that maybe the reason that my question seemed a little odd at first was that you seem to be very, uh, you know, secure and comfortable in your sensitivity, which is really lovely to see because for, for many of us, many of the people I talk to, they have come to and I have come to see it as, as a gift and a benefit. And at the same time, I still have this awareness that it has caused me problems in the past or that okay. it makes me different. So have you, have you been aware of this trait for a long time or was it, or was it just something you always kind of knew or was there a, a sort of an aha moment? Oh my God, this is, this is, the description that I recognize about myself or. Okay, now I get, now, thank you. Now I understand why your question didn't quite completely, like I didn't quite, my brain, like it kind yeah, of crisscrossed. Yeah. Yes. Now I understand. Um, so I've always known that I've been sensitive. I mean, mm -hmm. I learned of the term highly sensitive person, I think kind of early on when it first came out that term yeah. um I I think a friend of mine who's also an HSP mm -hmm. said Mary have you heard of this book I mean I think it had like the book had landed like that day or the next okay. day Dr. Wow. Aaron's book yeah and um because she also has always been interested in psychology mm -hmm. and theology like I am so um and spirituality and all of that um yeah. 
So yes, I've always been sensitive. I've always known I've been sensitive and it's mm -hmm. something that people have um, said to me or about me or reference. But the thing is they always, other than the mean bully, the mean mm. bullies in Catholic school, like the, that brief little blip on the okay. radar that, that, that did have a lot of ripple effects. Mm. Um, other than that small pocket, um, the people who have shared that, uh, uh, you know, like you're very, very sensitive, it's mm -hmm. always been a compliment. It's been in a compliment. It's not ah. you're too sensitive like yeah. it. It's your sensitivity is really beautiful, Mary. I've never met anyone quite as sensitive as you. So yeah. that's important. How mm -hmm. I, how the message was given to me and how I received it. Again, other than Absolutely. a very small pocket of the more negative, mm -hmm. like you're so sensitive, but mostly I heard it like in a beautiful, very constructive, very positive way. And I also, I think another really important piece, but this could be a whole nother podcast episode. Mm -hmm. It's that whole family of origin piece. And I'm very blessed and fortunate and grateful that I mm -hmm. come from a very, very loving family, a very like intact, loving family. And um, I, for sure, my mom was an HSP. There's no doubt. I also mm. am highly, I'm, it's highly probable. I'm certain my dad was an HSP too. So yeah. I think the fact that they were both HSPs and there are a lot of HSPs in my family, sensitivity is like a really it's something that everyone in my family has. So yeah. I think I just received a lot of positive mm. messages about it. And I think that makes a huge difference. And I went, uh, and, the, and the other piece is um, I very rarely went the traditional path in life. Mm. I kind of always did an alternative route. So like uh, I was never in corporate America or anything like mm. that, where I might be hearing um, yeah, more yeah. negativity. So basically my sensitivity has always been kind of reinforced that it's positive uh, and it's beautiful. And I think that's a huge piece of this equation. Absolutely. And thank you so much for uh, your patience with me, you know, in, oh, yeah. in, in keeping talking about it and asking me to clarify so that we could get to this part, because I really like this. I think you're the first one who has actually had this experience of being seen and supported and appreciated for your sensitivity through your whole journey as such. I know you said those small pockets. Um, I think that's, that's really nice to hear that, that those stories are also possible because I keep hoping, Definitely. yeah, I keep hoping that future generations will, you know, have a slightly easier time because we as parents have been through the whole figuring it out and realizing that it's not actually as bad as we might have thought so that now we can understand and support our kids and let them be sensitive instead of, you know, trying to toughen them up so that they can get, a, get along and, and, you know, make it out there in the dog eat dog world and and so on so i right. yeah 
Thank you. Yeah, I um, and I'm aware. I'm aware just um, with people I've spoken with, HSPs mm -hmm. I've spoken with, um, I'm aware that my type of story is sadly probably less common than the other, you know, where people have received a lot more of the you're too sensitive and not yes. in a good way kind yeah. of message. And that just hurts my heart. And that's yeah. part of my message also is like, it really is. Um, and this is not my phrase. It's, you know, someone else's phrase. Mm -hmm. um, but that sensitivity is our superpower. And it really yes. is. And I, I think I've always known that about myself at some level that that was my yeah. superpower. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. And it's something to be celebrated. And I mean, I've often thought, wouldn't our world be a much more peaceful, yes. um, beautiful, socially just oh, place yes. to live if there yeah. were more sensitive people like who were, um, I'm not sure if I'm crazy about that word leaders, but no. um, yeah. you know, you yes, know what I'm no. saying. Yeah, so we need absolutely. more sensitivity because as one of my dear friends says, we're all yanged out. We need a lot more yen energy. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Yes, yes. So yeah, so that's um, and that yeah, that's that conversation is a really interesting conversation to me, just in terms of how we're raising our children, the messages that we're sending, yeah. all of that, all of the stuff that we've just been talking about. Yes, and that's actually sort of where I like to round up these conversations is about, you know. If you look into the future, how would you like things to change or what would you like um, for your legacy to be in, in moving forward? Oh, wow. Um, well, I have, yeah, I have so many thoughts and hopes and prayers for our world, you know, yeah. um, and I've always believed, I mean, I know it's the idealist in me. I'm, as I mentioned, I'm 62 years young. I'm still an idealist. I always have been. I always will be. Um, yes. And for, you know, for, for people who will be listening to this episode, mm -hmm. Um, on, on Myers-Briggs. Are you familiar with the Myers-Briggs yes, personality? Yes, so yes. I've tested as an INFP and an INFJ. So I'm not sure if I'm an INFP or an INFJ, but you know, we, those of us who are NFs, we're the yeah. dreamers, the idealists, yeah. so forth. So I have so many dreams for the world. Mm -hmm. um, and in my little small pocket of it, I, um, I know this, it might just sound kind of, I don't know, trite or not trite, not cliche, overly mm -hmm. idealistic, um, but I've just always felt my purpose is to bring more love into the world, like mm -hmm. love and kindness, like that's yeah. really what I want my legacy to be. And um, specifically, I just feel called to work with highly sensitive people. Highly yes. sensitive people are inherently loving, kind mm -hmm. beings. And um, I just, I love kind of assisting people on their journey as they're growing and in, in 
like fully embracing who they are and accepting and loving and honoring themselves. Yeah. Like that's how I feel I can use my specific gifts. Yes. Um, but like the bigger picture is just breathing more love and mm. more kindness into the world. So yeah. yeah, so that's, it's, you know, it's simple, but it's not. <laughs> yes, I get what you're saying. And, and talking about sort of bigger or smaller things, I think it starts with the smaller things, and then it grows from there, the more goodness we put out into the world, I think it'll just spread and multiply. And and naturally grow as long as we allow it and let it. And I am oh, definitely. Yeah. And I'm so happy you were here to share your story. And I love how I got to meet someone who always knew that being sensitive was a gift. I really, oh. really that's that's a gift to me to see that and to know that you are out there holding this space and this knowing for other sensitives, I think that's really, really empowering. And oh, I will, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. And we will put your um, details and, and, you know, links and stuff in the notes so that people can reach out to you. And maybe if there are other entrepreneurs, sensitive people out there, we should put a link to Britta's group where we met. And yes, Brit yes. Britta has been on the podcast as well. That's how I came to her group. So oh, okay. I noticed yeah. that she had been a guest. So mm, beautiful. Yes, beautiful. yes. So I would like to extend that to others so that our beautiful, warm, friendly community can can grow even more it's thank a yeah it's a beautiful group absolutely and i just want to thank you i know we're wrapping up and i just yeah. again i want to thank you this is a wonderful opportunity and my first first podcast ever so very exciting and yes. uh, we did it so we did <laughs> so thank you so thank you so much and here's to our uh, sensitivity Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> this was Mary Berenger talking to Trine about sensitive superpowers. And I hope you enjoyed listening in.